Hey everybody, welcome to the With Lovelina podcast. Today I am talking about fitness and all the benefits it has had to my life with the wonderful Abby Murphy. Abby is a, another musical theater major at Belmont University. The variety is appalling, I know. And Abby is super special because she has her own podcast and she was kind enough to teach me how to do everything when it comes to setup with my podcast and I am so grateful to her. Her podcast is called That's Life Pod. I will link everything in the description of this episode like her Instagram and the link to her podcast and her Spotify and everything but her podcast is about living life through a Christian lens and she sort of describes it as talking about everything that the church doesn't normally talk about. Um, but yeah, she talks about it more later, so get ready for that. And without any further ado, here's Abby. Hey, Abby. Hey, Elena. How are you doing today? I'm doing swell. How are oh, you doing? I'm good. Thanks so much for coming to my podcast. Thank you for my having me. podcast inspiration. Oh, stop it. I'll okay. do what I can. Oh, she does what she can. <laughs> um, so our first question, um, what's something that you've always wanted to learn? Oh, gosh. Another language, for sure. Mm, oh, that's such a good answer. I just speak English and, I guess, like, gibberish, because sometimes I'll just be like, ah, but, no, I would <laughs> love to know another language. I, It's, like, my dream to go to a different country and just, like, live there for, like, a year, but I feel like the thing that's stopping me is that I wouldn't be able to communicate. Like, I'd mm. love to go to Paris, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't know what to say what's yeah. going on you know so yeah definitely want to learn another language I feel like you'd get I people always say like when you're dropped there and left to your own devices you learn it much quicker oh yeah for sure well I downloaded Duolingo one time uh-huh. and I had like a little uh-huh. Duolingo phase but I was learning Greek uh-huh. I don't know I was like Greek maybe, is an interesting one well I chose it because I heard some guy say that he learned Greek so that he could read the Bible in its, like, natural form. And I was like, that is so amazing and Christian of him. I'm going to do that. And it lasted, like, three weeks. But I did have a good streak going. So That's good. I was proud of myself. That's good. Yeah. Um, I'd say – I okay, so obviously in music school we have to learn piano to a certain degree, and I right. took piano growing up. But I just look at the people who can just look at anything and play it perfectly. Yes. And I, I just wish that I could play piano that well. Just because it's so much a big part right. of our lives. I want to know what their brain, like yes. how their brain interprets that. Yes. Like because, Nate Strasser. Right. Like, he's like our big piano guy at school and he he's so talented. It's he's crazy. amazing. It's insane. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. That's Thanks. a really good that's one. That's always mine. Okay. So Abby and I are going to be talking about fitness today. Yeah. The grind. So ripped of us. Um, <laughs> so ripped of us. Yes. <laughs> Basically, not just... We're not, like, fitness influences or anything like that. Just, Mm-mm. like, how it has affected our lives, like, its positive impact and just, like, little things that have helped us live happier, healthier lives. Happily ever after. Happily Abby and Elena. Happy with love with Abby with and Elena. With Abby and Elena with love. Abena. That's a good one. Elabby. It's hard because they both start with A. Right. Anyways. Anyways. Um. So my first question for you, Abs, is... Have you always been into fitness and tell us how you started getting into this? Yeah, I've, I feel like from a baby, I've just 
literally always love to be active. I was put in dance classes at like two or three. Mm-hmm. So I've always been into dance, um, but I really got into fitness. I think just like seeing my parents live a really active lifestyle okay. influenced me in that way. So that's kind of like how I got into it just yeah. from influence of like social media or seeing my friends. I think also like not it's kind of prideful of me, but like I always knew I was going to do theater and mm. see being surrounded by people who didn't do theater um, and played sports their whole life. I felt like, oh, well, what's like my physical thing going to be? Because everybody else oh, has their physical yeah, thing. Um, and it was important to me, you know, as I got older and hit like that age where your body starts changing, like, oh, I, I kind of need to like keep up with my body. And so I just went to the gym with my mom one day and mm-hmm. it, and it stuck and I was like wait I love this because it's on my schedule I get to set my mm. own goals um like I tried like cross country growing up and stuff like that but I never liked competition mm. I never liked going up against someone in a physical way but if I were like to be able to stay in my own lane and just kind of like cruise at my own pace that's where I found that it clicked for me oh that's so great yeah. I Talked a little bit with Henry last week about how I did sports all growing up. And you, like, are required to do all these workouts just like you're required to go to rehearsals, like, for us right now. But I think I started to really like fitness whenever I was doing it for myself and not because someone was telling me to or, like, I had to. Right. And honestly, I've only been really into going to the gym and working out and just, like, trying to be more active for, like, a year now, I'd say. I always was doing sports growing up or constantly in dance and things like that. And I was was like, this is enough. This is like good enough for me at the time. And it was just not being super fulfilling. And I was getting really burnt out and really exhausted Mm -hmm. all the time, even though I was doing like less and less of activity. And so, yeah, I got in honestly, seriously into it only like a year ago. And I Mm -hmm. really, really love how it's been. And I think that's the thing too, is that like, people that grow up being active, they hit that transition of like being active without having to be like having to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. all throughout high school. And then you go to college and you're like, oh shoot, now I'm the one yeah. making myself do that. Yeah. But I never had that struggle because I was, it was always on my own terms for mm, me. Okay. And so that's where like, I found that love. Cause it's like, if I want to you know, run for like two months. Great. And then if I want to lift weights for the next month, sure. And then like I can fall in love with the process. And when I lose the love for it, find something else. Yeah. You do a ton of different things. Right. As well. Like you run and I actually want to get more into running because I've been seeing you. Yeah. You run a lot. But yeah. What are some benefits that you've seen in your life since you started taking your fitness seriously? So many things. I've it's an outlet at this point. Um, I feel like I really found my genuine appreciation for physical activity when I came to college, Mm -hmm. probably because it's just fresh on my brain at like the season of life that I'm in right now. But I think in high school, my outlet was theater and that's like what my escape was. But now that I'm majoring in it at college, it becomes the work, Mm -hmm. which is a great thing. And I'm so grateful for and wouldn't trade for the world. But now it's like, what new hobby can I hold on to so that my new outlet isn't also work? Like I can turn off work mode yes. and go to something that I also enjoy. 
that I can just leisurely like enjoy without thinking yeah. or, you know, like I listen to a song and I'm like, oh, half note, whole note. Could I use this for <laughs> rep? What could I do? And, you know, and I just turn on brain mode. Yes. And so like being able to just switch off and I have like an hour and I can just put on like a podcast and go on like a quick like three, four mile run outside and then like dry off and go to class. Like yeah. that's just a great way to just like unplug. I get fresh air. I'm moving my body and I get like those good endorphins and I just get to like cut everything out for just like an hour. It's great. It's great. Yeah, that's so great. I totally understand the theater used to be your outlet and now it is the work because we are doing it all the time. And honestly, if you are trying to your outlet can't be all the time because we are literally doing it all the time. Right. And I don't know, there has to be a certain level of discipline with musical theater because I'm not only doing it when I'm excited to do it anymore, Mm -hmm. which is kind of sad, but also just like honesty. And when it comes, that comes with anything you do. I mean, you would hope that whatever you have your job be for the rest of your life, you enjoy, but like, there are going to be those days where you're like, hmm. Yeah. So you have to, yeah, it's not always going to make, like I, you have to be disciplined with it. And so finding something else in addition to that is right. super great. Well, and it can consume you. Like it's an, another reason why I love it yeah. so much is because it reminds me I have so much more to offer than just my art. Mm-hmm. And it helps me, you know, discover who I am as a person. And, you know, obviously I'm a strong Christian. I believe that like my identity is found in Christ. But mm-hmm. like he has made me very intricately and I have a lot to offer the world and the world has a lot that can influence me as well in my mm-hmm. art, but also in other ways outside of art where people don't have to view it. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's my thing for myself. Yeah. My activity is my time for myself. I don't show that to anyone. No one's watching me compete. Mm-hmm. No one's watching me on stage. I love that part of my life, but it needs to be balanced or else it's going to consume me. And that's where I'm going to find my worth. Yes. That's a really good point because I found I was, especially freshman and sophomore year, I was like, well, the only real physical activity I need to be doing is going to dance classes because that's mm-hmm. going to be helping me be a better musical theater major anyway. And then it just turned into all one big, all consuming. Like right. everything is fueling this one thing and I wasn't doing anything for myself. Right, and then right. I found like when I started going to the gym specifically, I don't know, something about lifting weights for me just like boosts my confidence. Yes. Makes me yes. so like, the fact that I just can I don't know, just like being a gym person makes me feel so confident in myself and like being a bad bitch girl who lifts weights. It's just it's just a weird mindset thing for me. No, I (laughs) totally feel the same way because I started lifting a little later on um, after I got out of like a super heavy cardio phase Uh and the confidence level went through the roof. And it's because you just want to like keep lifting more, I guess. And it's also I feel like our generation has kind of hit that like women can lift. Yes, which is thing, great. Which is such a great community to find. And it's like, it's just so cool to walk into the free weight section of the gym and be yes. like, yeah, I belong here. Like, yes, I can do this. And, yes. and, and feel that like sense of a goal that you're just like, I just can go one more rep or I can go five more pounds mm-hmm. and, and see how much you're actually capable of. It's yeah. really empowering. Especially at, in a, whenever weightlifting has been like so male dominated for so long especially at Belmont since Belmont is probably like 70 30 girls to guys yeah I would say the gyms are about 50 50 yeah for real and it's really nice to have a lot of other girl 
mm-hmm. lifters in the gym. And it's just really empowering here specifically just because there is so many more girls at the school. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, I don't know, it's easier here than it probably would be at other places. But I don't know. I just feel also, it really empowering. the girls at our gym are so strong. Yes. Like some girls I see in there <laughs> and they literally are like on, I forgot what the, I don't even know what the machine is called. It's where you lay down and you, you put your legs up and you press. It's, oh, just like a leg press? Yeah, but you're like laying on your back, you know, and your feet are like up, you know? I you know don't think I know. You're like, okay, I'm about to do it, but you're, you're like, <laughs> Abby's demonstrating you're like for me. this. Uh-huh. And then you do that. Is it the one where you put weights on the side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, is that I what know. that's called? I don't I even know what it's called. I think it might be a leg I promise yes. I love fitness. I've been doing it forever. I just don't know what that machine is called. But anyways, you get the picture. Anyway, we will figure it out. And um, this girl <laughs> had like eight plates on each side. And she was repping it out. And I was Crazy. like, what? There's been girls who are doing hip thrusts. I swear like five plates. I, me five and my little chicken side. legs could never. But I'm like, you I'm just go like, for it. And I'm like, I hope they don't think I'm gawking, but sometimes no, I, I just stare. have to. I stare. And I'm it's, like, you're crazy. It's bad. You're I'm an so upper body cool. girl, though, so <laughs> I can cheer them on, but yeah, I will not be joining. Yeah, cheer them on from the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you ever felt yourself or gone through, like, a period where you were overdoing it with your fitness? And how would you recommend people avoid doing something like that? Yeah, 100%. So, little backstory on me. I won't get too deep into it. Mm-hmm. Elena knows, you know, some of the backs. <laughs> I feel like everyone I'm friends with knows because I just love to just tell everyone my personal life and everything You're about my life. You're just a sharer. Uh, I really am. <laughs> I just don't know when to stop. But, um, yeah, so around fifth grade was when I began watching what I ate um, and – also starting to implement a new like workout routine for myself and that was you know good until about Christmas time and I got diagnosed with anorexia and that lasted until um, spring of seventh grade so that was about two years and long long story short basically that's how my like faith testimony started it was crazy miracle like experience I had got a concussion the whole thing and then like recovery of concussion was also recovery of anorexia and I just started eating again like I can't explain it other than it was the Lord that saved me um and so I was I was good and and really healthy in like my fitness um eighth grade ninth grade sophomore year just like mentally just had it under control um and didn't restrict myself in food and then corona happened so that was my (laughs) junior year and I relapsed um but this time with something called orthorexia which is the obsession of eating healthy and working out obsessively Mm -hmm. so that lasted I would say, honestly, a, like significantly for about a year. And then sophomore year, it was like off and on, phases in and out, mm-hmm. um, and kind of became normalized that senior year summer where I just was kind of like, it just fizzled out before I went to college. And I was like, this, this is not really my priority. Like, I'm having fun with my friends. Like, didn't actively try to heal that side of me, but it just kind of, like, fizzled. Mm -hmm. And so then I came to college, and my environment changed, and I lost control. Mm -hmm. If anyone has ever struggled with with 
anorexia, orthorexia, bulimia, any anything food related, you know the core of why you do what you do is because you feel like you lose control. And so what can you control? Your food. Mm-hmm. And so that's what my resort was coming to college. And so it's funny because everyone in the musical theater program started to know me as, you know, the fit girl, the the runner girl, mm-hmm. like, oh, Abby's at the gym, like so good for you, so good for you. And it's great, but also no one knew what I was hiding because I was in the gym for two, two and a half hours a day, Mm -hmm. ran nine miles and went on a two hour walk every single day Mm -hmm. on top of classes, on top of dance classes, like religiously every single day that first semester. Mm -hmm. And I was so depressed and just so, because I didn't know who I was. Like I just lost that, that identity of like, being the actor and you know like now everyone's the actor and everyone's the theater kid um and instead of running to my faith I ran to my fitness Mm -hmm. and it was just the lowest I had ever been in my life because the scary thing I'm kind of like going on a rant no go ahead the scary thing about obsessive physical activity is that the world tells you that it's good for you. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to sit there with like alcohol or drugs that you're addicted to and say, well, that's bad for you. You Mm -hmm. need to stop doing that. But when you look at something like physical activity, it's like, well, this is good for me. I need to keep doing it. I need to keep doing it. But anything in excess is not healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, everything in balance. And that just was something I I can't wrap my head around. Still, I have to balance it day by day. But Um, I still remember October 31st was like rock bottom. Like I just hit rock bottom, just Mm -hmm. not a good day. I sat down at my Bible, wrote my Bible journal, this whole long prayer. And I was like, Lord, it's you and me. And I have to put myself first in whatever way I can. Um, And so November was like healing time. Mm -hmm. If I didn't want to go to the gym, I didn't. Um, I got a nutritionist. I got mm. another therapist. I got a like a doctor because at this point I'd lost my period for however yeah. many years. I forgot what it's called. It's called I know the abbreviation is HA, um, but I can't remember it. There's some word for it mm-hmm. where you lose your period forever, um, and that's how you know you're just you know yeah. you're yeah. just not. It's like and, one of the vital signs, right? You're just not gone. in the right place. Yeah. And it's just, it's so hard, but I got myself out of that. The Lord helped me through that. Oh, God bless him. Love him. <laughs> um, and I came back that that sem- spring semester and just thrived in college. Loved it, yes. invested in what truly mattered, found my friends, um, and found myself not being the runner or the physical girl, but just found myself being the friend, the Christian, the person to talk to Mm -hmm. the, you know, and, and now I feel like I use my physical activity and love it so much because I've had such a journey with it and finally have found a healthy balance and realize the importance in recovery and in letting yourself rest. Yeah. Because if I push myself to the brink, I'm not going to be able to do what I need to do in this life to influence others, to help myself grow, which is really the main point of being on this earth in the first place it's just your community and Mm -hmm. like being with people around you and so I think when I start to lose sight of my care for others that's when I know okay let's do a little yeah 
Let's do a little priority check and see yeah. where we go from there. But yeah, that was a really long no. answer to a short question. But Thanks for sharing. Yes, I have been obsessive in the past. Yes. And, you know, I'll, it's something I'll always struggle with. Mm-hmm. Something I'll always have to go through. But I'm so grateful for it because I feel like lots of people struggle with it. Yeah. And me being who I am, I'm very open about it. And I love to share about it. And mm-hmm. it's thankfully... Um, been able to help a lot of people, so yeah. I'm I'm grateful for my story, my little story. Oh, I'm grateful for you, Abs. <laughs> love you, girl. With love. <laughs> Thanks so much for With sharing. Love. Of course. No, I think I remember you said um, whenever things are out of control in our life, we look for something to control, and that can be what we're eating or how much we're exercising. That's something I've also talked about in therapy mm-hmm. because sometimes it's really hard. Like other things are just spiraling out of control and like that aspect of your life just kind of like goes with it because your mm-hmm. mind just searches for something that you want to control. And I don't know if I had it. Well, obviously my main advice is always go to therapy, talk to a therapist, it's, talk to a professional. <laughs> you don't have to be diagnosed with like a problem or yes. hit rock bottom. Like just everyone needs a therapist in my opinion. Just go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so nice to have an outlet to talk to somebody. Um, but I'm going to talk so much more about therapy in another episode. But we're talking yeah. about fitness today. Fitness. <laughs> yes. Well, and it also <laughs> helps to have a therapist because there have been times where, you know, people that don't understand how the ED brain works yeah. will say things. And I hate using the word trigger, but like that's the only yes. thing to describe it. It like will just be triggering, you know, and I'll mm-hmm. I'll be open and be like, yeah, like, you know, I haven't had my period in, you know, a couple of years. Like I got to. I got to stop running or mm-hmm. I need to eat a little more than, you know, other people. Cause yeah. people will be like, well, you got a lot of plate, yes, you got a lot of food yes, on your plate yes, and whatever. Yes. Um, but I remember just like, like some things just like stick. And, and one person was like, dang, like you're so fit that you lost your period. Like mm-hmm. good for you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is, this is something I need to talk to my therapist about yes. or, you know, just like, Oh, I haven't eaten all day or, and I still like find myself saying that. And then mm-hmm. immediately I'm like, I don't need to say that because I don't like hearing it. Yes. So why would I, yes. you know, share that? And, yeah. you know, just little things that now I can hear and it doesn't bother me. But at the time, yes. I needed someone to, to share that with and be like, I don't know what to do with this feeling now. Yeah. How do I navigate it? It's it's so great to have someone guiding you. This is was one of my later questions, but I'm going to bring it up now. Um, how do you, because we talked about getting rest. Mm. How do you make sure you get enough rest with your active <laughs> lifestyle? LOL. <laughs> Still trying to figure that one out. No, this has been a very recent thing, actually, for me. I always struggle to let myself rest until I burn out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll continue to be that way for the rest of my life. I would love for that not to be the case, but I think whether it's fitness school, practicing, whatever it is, I'm never going to give myself the rest that I need. But if I'm being 100% honest, I have been praying. As you can tell, I'm a very faithful woman from (laughs) basically just trying to squeeze Jesus in every answer that I can. But for me personally, rest is most important to replenish. And that can be in a physical way. And it should be in a physical way. If you don't let your your muscles repair, you are, one, going to injure yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be out for much longer than 
a couple days of rest. Mm-hmm. Number two, you're not going to see the results you want. Because if you're constantly running a car on no gas, your car's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you think, you know, when you, like, do a bicep curl, your bicep muscle is tearing, mm-hmm. but it has to regrow. And if you don't give it that time to regrow and feed it properly, it's not going to grow. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get stronger. You're not going to see that definition that you want. Um, so that's the physical part of rest. But for me, it's more emotionally and, and mentally yeah. of like, I am placed on this earth to spread the message of the Lord to be, you know, this Christianly woman. And, and, and I want to enjoy my community and be there with people. How do I do that if I'm burnt out mm-hmm. mentally? Because um, I've been in that place before. And that burnout place almost becomes addicting Mm. um, because that becomes your default of like, if I don't feel burnt out, I haven't done enough today. Mm. And breaking that mindset is the thing that helped me realize what living is really truly all about. So I feel like for me, when I start to feel the feeling of, and this is kind of deep, and that's okay. sounds really harsh. <laughs> but when I get the thoughts of like, well, like nothing else really matters anymore if I don't go to the gym or the day's just mm. the day just doesn't matter anymore if I don't go to the gym. That's when I know, OK, you're going to take a couple days off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a non-negotiable for me to have one to two rest days a week, depending on how active I am. Mm-hmm. But lately, if I have like a big day of even just like going from place to place or adrenaline type things like audition days, like full on audition days, I just take it off. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're going to burn out eventually. So yeah. might as well just pace yourself. In the grand scheme of life, if you look at your entire life, three days off from the gym, a week off from the gym, here and there, an extra rest day here and there. That is not going to matter at mm-hmm. all. Literally at all. Yeah. Like if I think eating more in one day is going to change my physique, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just not. So why would I think taking an extra day of rest is going to change my physique in any way? Yeah. And when it comes to that point of like my outer appearance meaning that much right. to me, I just – it's a mental thing. I'm like, okay, I've lost the love for the physical activity. Yeah. I'm losing the love for myself. Obviously placing my identity in something I shouldn't. Life is just so much more than physical activity. And when you realize that, that's when you start to love it. There's so much more. Like whenever you are like skipping out on going to get ice cream with your friends, like skipping out on a memory like that, because I don't know, like so much in food is like, creating and sharing memories with others it's the one thing we can all bond over right because everybody eats food right and so I don't know what especially I found like it's so much more important to just go and eat the eat out with your friends right and go and do this because that memory is something that like you're not gonna have just from like if you skip out and Yeah, so that, honestly, rest can be going out to get the food with your friends or taking a rest day to go on, like, a spontaneous little trip. Whatever, like, the rest means for you, Mm -hmm. you just kind of need to know that. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, 
Tap into it. As hard as it may be. It's exactly. hard to rest. Yeah. For people like us who go, mm-hmm. go, 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 go all the time. Yeah. It's it's good to just... And I feel like in today, too, we're mm-hmm. constantly just looking at our phones. Everything's oh, always yeah. fast. So I feel like even just deplugging. Yes. Read a book. Close your eyes. Listen to some music. Yes. Also, I loved what you said about, like, in terms of my lifetime, this is not going to make a difference. Exactly. Because I feel like we're usually so focused on, like... Especially people in, like, the fitness world are like, oh, I'm going to cut for these eight weeks. Or, oh, I'm going to do this for this amount of time to look like this at the end of this goal date. And I just feel like that's – obviously, certain people have certain goals. But um, if you're just using fitness to, like, improve your life, you need to think about it over your whole lifetime. Yes. And not over, like, oh, this is just – I'm going to do this till the end of semester so that I can look like this for the summer. Like, that's not the goal. Right. It's to live, like, a happier, healthier life – Mm-hmm. Over your full lifetime. Yeah. The thing that put that into perspective for me was this summer I spent a month at the beach with my grandma. Mm-hmm. And I just like, it just occurred to me. I'm like, the stories that she tells me mm. about her life are not about, oh, I went to the gym and did this. Oh, I did the. It's like, I went to this prom with my friends and oh, I remember my friends and I used to go to the teenage canteen is what she called it and I would sit and make costumes with my mom growing up and like mm-hmm. all of these things that mattered so much to her yeah. that she would get like teary-eyed about thinking <sighs> and not once was she like oh yeah and in this dress I just looked so slim in it. <laughs> or you know oh, what no. I mean like like that's and not that's what people what, are gonna care that's, about and like not to be whatever but when you get old, like, yes, keeping up with your physical activity <laughs> is going to matter. And when you age, you know, you want to be healthy as you get older. And But it's also kind of like, at the end of the day, we're all going to be saggy. And we're all going to be wrinkly and old. I'd much rather enjoy my memories, enjoy my fitness because I love it. Yeah. And it's so healthy to keep up with it. Like, don't don't hear this and think like, oh, well, Abby said, like, throw it out the window. Like, <laughs> it's just all about balance. Yeah. And fitness creates endorphins. It creates, like, happiness for you. But, but when you start to lose the love for it, that's when you check in. Because at the mm-hmm. end of the day, we're going to, you know, hopefully we all make it to that age where we sit and talk to our grandchildren about the memories of our life and – I don't know about you, but I'd much rather tell them about a fun, like, how I met your grandpa rather (laughs) than, oh, yeah, I hit a PR my spring semester of whatever. Like, they're going to be like, cool. Okay. Yeah. Put everything into perspective. Right. And when you start to lose the love for it, that's when you maybe need to take a little rain check, figure out your priorities. Um. I know you love this question, Abby. How do you make sure that you fuel your body properly while being a student and a dancer and working out? I love (laughs) nutrition. We have talked about this so many times. I love talking about it. I think I just love fitness and nutrition so much because I've had such a hard past with it that I finally just learned how, like, just how it, how it works in the body. And it's like fascinating to me. Um, so Elena and I have very lovely schedules where we are gone pretty much the entire day, yeah. like eight to five, nine to five, like, mm-hmm. and during like senior show season, when we, we help the seniors like put together their final projects for the year, we have rehearsals after our rehearsals and it, it's just madness. Yes. Um, 
it has been a process of trying to learn how to prioritize food. And I'm mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. always the best at it. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like there are sometimes where I'm like, eh, like I'm just going to skip this. I'm just going to skip this. Mm-hmm. And I, then I have to be like, no, bad Abby, bad Abby, bad Abby. <laughs> um, because one thing about fueling yourself is that the more you eat, the faster your metabolism gets. The faster your metabolism gets, the more calories you burn. Mm-hmm. So people always think like, oh, if I eat less, I'm going to lose weight faster. But your metabolism is what burns these calories that mm-hmm. you're taking in. And the less you eat, like, yeah, you'll lose weight for a little bit, but then your metabolism is going to adapt to what you're feeding it. Mm-hmm. And so if you continue to eat however many calories – your metabolism is going to adapt to that. And at some point it's going to stop. So all this goes to say a calorie is literally just a unit of energy. And we have to have energy with our lifestyle or any lifestyle where you have to do things in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, For college students and busy people, I would say hefty granola bars are going to be your friends. Like ditch the Quaker. Uh Get those Go Macro bars, get those RX bars, mm-hmm. get some protein, like filled, nut filled, nut butter, hearty meal bars as snacks. Like mm-hmm. take a couple with you. Um, depending on like how clean you want to eat, like I'm not going to get too nitpicky on things like that, but like protein cookies are great. There's definitely better brands than others, but again, trying to ball on a budget here in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I always will have a plan for one meal big meal throughout my class schedule time and then I'll always have a big dinner Mm -hmm. and then I'll have like the quick on the go breakfast quick on the go snacks quick Mm -hmm. on the go kind of thing so those are more like packs of nuts um pre pre pre-packed like chia seed pudding or just quick hefty things like nut butter packs that I can just take easy quick calories that'll fill me up mm-hmm. take me just a little bit to eat um and then I'll have like an hour break where I'll sit down know I'm eating get some greens in mm-hmm. get some things like that in my dorm um and then at dinner I'll usually try to focus more on like the vegetable protein side of things because I've had so many like healthy fats and carbs throughout mm-hmm. the day um, and then at night, oh, sorry. I just oh, that's this. okay. Um, then at night I treat myself. Yes. I always treat myself. Oh, okay. Always. Uh-huh. It's usually chocolate. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I love ice cream. Yeah. I love Jenny's. I love, I love, I love my healthy desserts. Don't get me wrong. Like I'll, majority of times I'll be like, I should probably reach for like the healthier option of a cookie today. But like, if I want that super sugary thing, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat it because if I don't let myself, I'm going to binge later. Yeah. And so I'd much rather sit down, enjoy a super sugary dessert that is quote unquote deemed unhealthy. Yeah. Which it's really not. It's like in less grand nutrient dense. Things. It's just less nutrient dense. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not going to fill me up. Mm-hmm. But if I cut myself off completely – a couple nights down the road, I'm going to have like eight of those Mm -hmm. things that I didn't even want to have one of. So the grand scheme of things, you're doing yourself a favor, people. Yeah. I would say, especially with that, if you're, if you're worried about like eating on quote unquote unhealthy, we keep saying this, 
it, health is it's the only subjective. word really yeah exactly yes. um quote unquote unhealthy foods if you're going to like go out with your friends and eat something instead of feeling bad about it the entire time then you're not even going then you're not even gonna get the, get the joy that you could get right. from said food so if you're going to eat a food that is quote unquote unhealthy you're gonna go out and get that milkshake with your friends you need to live live it up and enjoy live it, it. Up, because right. if you don't enjoy it you're just gonna feel bad about it and it's just gonna be like a vicious cycle where you felt bad about it and you didn't enjoy it and then you're just gonna want it again and you need to whenever you are like eating these sort of things please like enjoy them love mm. love the fact right. that you get to eat this plate of fries right. or you get whatever like enjoy it because you get to eat these things right. like that's so great and it tastes so good and don't yeah. spend your time being sad about it right you know <laughs> right yeah practical tips that have helped me when i have a, a less nutrient dense treat i will always pair it with something that will fill me up mm. so say i want a super like say i want a crispy cream donut Yum. not the most nutrient thing but i also know i'm gonna eat this crispy cream donut and i'm gonna want another one mm-hmm. that's what that's why people don't want to have sugar because it's it's addicting sugar yeah. is literally addicting like so i'll get one donut and i'll pair it with like a spoonful of peanut butter so mm-hmm. i'll be full but i'll also get that sweetness that mm-hmm. i want um for meals i always make it protein and veggie heavy um protein fat and carb is the most satiating satisfying thing Mm -hmm. you know sometimes we'll eat and we'll be like i'm not really like satisfied like i want something else Mm -hmm. meals where i have that protein fat and carb combo avocado chicken rice boom protein fat and carb Mm -hmm. i'm satisfied for a while fats are going to keep you satisfied long Mm -hmm. uh proteins are going to keep you full longer carbs are going to give you energy yeah so putting those three together focusing on that will help you build good meals especially for those kids in college who are like i don't know like where to go like if all you have is cereal like okay have your cereal maybe keep some protein powder on hand scoop a a scoop of protein into your cereal Mm -hmm. add some berries boom easy protein fat carb whatever add some nut butter on top of it add some some seeds some nuts yeah um it'll fuel you for what you need throughout the day and keep you satisfied and you'll start to learn what meals make you feel good and what meals don't i think even just like taking the time to look at what you're eating if you're not like feeling full during the day you're not feeling super great because you could be like oh i literally just ate all veggies today and no protein when I look back on it. And then you can be like, oh, that's probably why I wasn't full at all today, you know? And if you just take a time to like take a little mental check of the things that you're eating and how it's making you feel, even if you're not someone who wants to like see, track how much protein you're eating or anything, just like seeing what foods make you feel good and putting more of those into your diet. Right. How would you recommend someone who has no gym experience start working Mm. out or just being more active, not even necessarily gym? Well, I would say it depends on what your intentions are. Um, For the person that wants to work out but doesn't really know how to get into it, find – explore everything. Finding what you like is really good. Find what you like. um, Find a buddy to go with you to classes Mm. um, because I know it's it's intimidating to go by yourself. Find Mm -hmm. a buddy to go with you to classes. College campuses offer so many free classes, but if you're going to, like, a gym, there's usually, like – a free one day pass like trial kind of thing or um you know take a friend with you have someone with you if you don't have someone to go with you you 
can do this. This is me being your cheerleader. Mm -hmm. Don't let that stop you. There are so many parks nowadays that have like outdoor, outdoor options for you. Like there are some like outdoor gyms too, Mm -hmm. of like built into like outdoor parks and stuff. Um, There's a lot of online tutorials of workouts and things that you could yeah, do like Pilates videos on YouTube right right you could start with just a 20 minute one if you're if you're interested in wanting to run or go a distance or anything like that don't start for the marathon start for the 5k you know just ease your way into it because I feel like the one thing that turns people away from fitness is that they go into it and then they see someone else who's way like in their eyes, better at it mm-hmm. than they are. Yeah. And so then they're like, well, I'll never get to that, so I'm, I'm just going to stop. Yeah. Because I don't know what that machine does, or I don't know how to do this, or I don't have anyone to do this with me, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Nine times out of ten, like, I don't even know what, what the machine was called at the beginning of this <laughs> podcast. Like, nine times out of ten, the person that looks like they know what they're doing, it's because they also started where you were. Yeah. And... Like, all the exercises that I do are from what I've seen other people do. Like, I didn't just, you know, say, oh, I, you know, I came up with this and did this and blah, 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 blah. I went with someone to the gym. I looked things up on on YouTube. I searched up, what is this movement called? Mm -hmm. Looked up pictures, did those kinds of things. So, um, to that person, I would just say, try it and know that no one else is looking at you yeah. at all, really at all. And then for the person who was like me, who wants to do more and more and more exercise, but maybe you're overdoing it. You know the feeling and you know if you are doing what's right for your body. As hard as it is, give yourself one day to listen to that deep down gut feeling. Just one day out of the week. Mm-hmm. Just start with one day. See how you feel. Try to go for two the next week. Yeah. Um, and just see how that alters your life. Yeah, that's great. Literally, Thanks. everyone starts somewhere. Right. And I, I don't know, whenever I started going to like commercial type gyms, I would just ask people how to use machines that they were already using. And gym people are some of the nicest people. Yes, yes. Obviously, you're going to get a little random odd man out who's gonna be mean and if that's ends up being who you talk to I'm so sorry just try again yeah they're not all like that and you probably will never see them again literally I didn't know I was trying to figure out um how to set up where I should do an RDL in the gym and I could not figure it out and I saw this girl doing something that I thought was an RDL and it ended up actually not being I think it was a deadlift or something like that and I was like Uh. hey like how do you set up your RDLs and she was like oh this is not but she was so nice to me and she explained it all to me and she told me where she usually does her RDLs and she was so kind and I still see her in the gym now and now I feel like I know more what I'm doing and it was just so great yeah and also like if you feel like you don't know like if you're not doing the thing right or if you're Mm -hmm. not like you know feel free to ask but also just give it a give it a try and then yeah. look up like a tutorial on YouTube later. No one is watching um, you. If it makes you feel better, I've been actively working out, like going to the gym since I was 13 weekly, like five to six days a week. And I still like literally a couple weeks ago, someone was like, um, I just want to let you know, I don't 
I think if you keep doing this the way that you're doing it, you're going to hurt yourself. Let me help you on your form. (gasps) And like, I've been doing it forever. Uh And so like, just because I'm quote unquote, a gym person doesn't mean that I know everything either, you know? So, and again, take everything with a grain of salt, but we're all on the same playing field. For sure. Mm -hmm. I think there's something you said, um, just go on a 10 minute walk and see how you feel. Right. And there's so much to that of fitness and working out actually does make you happier. It's mm-hmm. proven. It is proven to work. And there's been times I'm a bar instructor at it's bars kind of like Pilates for people who don't know what bar is. But there's been times where I have just been in an awful mood and I'm like, I have to go teach two bar classes and I'm in just not feeling good. And I'm just going to be the worst teacher today because I'm in such a bad mood. And I get there and I get like five minutes in and I am in such a good mood teaching this class, living my best life. And yeah, it really, there's just been so many times where I have felt that way and then come out of it being, having such a great day. Right. And you're like, and I'm yes. like, okay, maybe these people are actually right. These <laughs> scientists who prove that exercise makes you happy, maybe yes. they are right. And there's just something to that where just like go and just start and do something mm-hmm. and see how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. I know we've said this a million times, but literally just like what you eat, see how it makes you feel and what makes right. you feel better. Right. And what you're doing, see how it makes you feel and what makes you feel better. Because I know like mm-hmm. for me, it's literally nothing about like how you look or anything like that. When I'm sitting all day, I don't feel good. I right, feel right. And whenever I just do a little bit more activity, I just mm-hmm. feel better as a person. And so right. just so much about it is just like what makes you feel good. And you right. need to just like think. When well, the beauty of it is too, on the day, on my rest day, I also feel so good Mm. because I could just lay around all day, but I know that's what's going to make me feel good. But when Monday hits, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to go to the gym today because that's what's going to make me feel good. Mm -hmm. It's just being really in tune with your body, which getting into fitness really helps you learn how your body operates in such a unique way that you wouldn't be able to tap into that without, you know, knowing what your body can do. And especially with people like actors like us, like Mm -hmm. it's so important to know how your body works because your body is your work. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's really helped me with dance and, and just my physicality and my acting is like, I know what my body is capable of. So now I can put that into my art. So it kind of like circles. Nice little package. That was a little extra. I actually had a little extra question I was going to ask you if we had some time, which is how has fitness affected you as a dancer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I even noticed like in in modern class, our teacher will talk about like putting our shoulders down when we're holding our arms out Mm -hmm. or like, you know, doing whatever we need to do. And she was like, it's like that machine at the gym when you pull down and you're (laughs) and I was like, oh. Oh, I'm, I know. I, I know, know what that is. <laughs> I know what that is. There's so many like crossovers. Um, I think in any any physical job that you have, having muscle is gonna help. Yeah. Um, but especially in dance, it helps to have thigh strength and mm-hmm. calf strength when you're doing plies and releves. Yeah. And and those of you that don't know what that is, basically it's going on your tippy toes and and then bending your knees. <laughs> um but I've noticed it a lot in my shoulders and in my back um, because we have to hold our arms out or hold our arms up. And being able to feel those isolations of, oh, when she says separate your back blades, I know what that feels like because I've done, you know, that kind of pulling motion mm-hmm. at the gym or because I've done that lat pull down. I know the feeling of 
okay, this is what it's like when they're raised and this is what it's like when they're lowered. Um, the more I get into dance, the more I prioritize like stretching after. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I didn't really stretch that much and I could feel it and mm. I lost a lot of my flexibility. And so since this year has been a very dance heavy year for me, I've really prioritized rolling out and mm-hmm. massage gunning and all of the things. Um, but also just like when I go to a dance class or I get to perform, I'm like, I know that what she gives me, I'm going to be able to do mm-hmm. because I have the strength to back it up and to be able to do that. Um, and then alignment and the flow and, and getting it into your body is like the added level on top of those foundations that I've already set for myself. Yeah. Also for me, taking that extra time, whenever I'm in the gym, I usually do some sort of mobility work or like stretching on top of it. So then having a little bit of extra time to do stretching that's not just in your dance class is also really helpful. And lastly, Ebony and I are just going to give you guys some advice for if you are someone who wants to go to the gym and start there and you don't really feel like you know what to do. And something Mm -hmm. that I always feel like I tell people and I've seen this advice a lot of places is just go on to the treadmill and just walk for 20, 30 minutes and just look around at everything. Most most gyms, our small college gym does not have this, but most gyms have some sort of like cardio area that right. kind of looks onto the weights area and just watch people mm-hmm. and watch them. And you can see people using that machine that you were thinking of using later and just walk around, scout out what you're going to do. Right. And it just makes you feel so much more comfortable just going there and having seen everything instead of just trying to get there and jump into your workout right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. I would say follow some fitness influencers Yeah, because that's where I get all my workouts from. Mm-hmm. Like literally, if you need people, I'm trying to think of people off the top of my head. Like I know Jory Fit, Chloe Tersha, I think is her name. I follow Emily Moon. Yeah, just – She's a good one. Just look up like any really fitness people and they will have like oh, reels. Kelsey, Kelsey Fit is also a good Kelsey one. Kelsey Fit, She's yes, great. yes, yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, these people post like reels or like swipe workouts mm-hmm. and they'll say like four by 10 and then have the name of the exercise and then they'll have it on the video for you to see. Mm-hmm. So that's really helped me and I still use that to this day. Yeah, that's great way, especially if you're just starting and you don't really have like a set plan or anything like that. These people will literally post and they'll be like, this is what I'm doing this week. And you can mm-hmm. just copy that for like four weeks and just right. do exactly what they did. And it'll be like four day workout split we're doing push, pull, legs, legs, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And so it's, and they like have videos showing everything and it's free because it's just on Instagram. Yeah, it's just free. I would also say for the, for the shy girls out there, the shy boys out there, find a little corner, get mm-hmm. a little mat, just kind of stay in your little corner, like do what you want. No one's ever, if there are ever, if there's ever anybody looking at any area in the gym, I'm going to be honest, probably the, the uh, bench. Because people just want to see people bench because it's, like, fun. But, um, yeah, like, no one's ever looking anywhere. Like People are so worried about themselves. People are so worried about themselves. Uh-huh. It just does not even. Like, when I watch people or, like, I make eye contact with people in the gym, it's because I've dozed off. And then I accidentally, like, look at them and I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, sorry, I was staring at you. Yeah, sorry, I was staring at you. But, like, I wasn't. I was just glazed over. Also, like, don't be afraid to take up space. Because oh yeah, you're su- was, you're worth you, so much. You if you're in 
whatever kind of gym, you are paying just as much as the person next to you to be there. Mm-hmm. And you deserve to be there just as much as them. Like, everybody started somewhere. And don't be afraid to take up space. If there's, like, all of... Specifically for the girls out there. Mm-hmm. If there's all these huge jacked gym bros waiting for a machine, they can wait. You deserve... They can They wait. can wait. You... Also, if they're huge jacked gym bros, they know that... They, they have something else in their workout they can be doing instead of waiting. Yeah, they know seriously. to wait. They know to go do something else. So you take your time they and you do your workout. They probably think you're cute if they're looking at you. <laughs> you, do um, your, you do your workout and you take your time. And positive self-talk. Hype oh, yourself yes. up. And don't beat yourself up if you just get there and that's all that you do for that day. You know, yeah. the next day, maybe you, you get there and you walk inside. Yes. <laughs> and yes. then the next day, you walk inside and you... Go, take a little lap. Yeah, take a little wrap around, <laughs> you know. Um, just have fun with it. Take it day by day. Of That's course. all. Ah, oh, so great. That's all I have. Okay, finally, Abby, do you have any podcast recommendations oh, for the listeners? Oh, boy, do I ever. Do she ever. Um, the first podcast that got me into podcasting was That's What We Said with JC and Casey. Uh, yeah no mm-hmm. jc and chelsea okay um that's what we said podcast i love them so much it's with dear media podcasts mm-hmm. um it's like their their brand or whatever um i love whoa that's good by sadie robertson and i love mm-hmm. four eight men by christian huff they're like a little power duo mm-hmm. my all-time favorite podcast is becoming something with jonathan pakluda love him so much i just recently started listening to wizards of waverly pod oh you we were just talking um, about it in the elevator with the wizards of waverly plays people um his name is i think his name is like david something it was something and uh jennifer stone i think her name is jennifer stone she plays harper yeah she plays harper we don't know her um, actual name we're so sorry yes i'm so sorry uh, do you also want to talk about oh, someone's personal podcast? That yes, they have? I completely forgot. I told you I was going to say that. And yeah. I did. Um, I have a podcast. If you are so curious to listen, um, it is That's Life with Abby Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you'll need to look up Abby Murphy or else you probably won't find it. But I'm I on. I've looked up That's Life before and it came up. Well, maybe. But... I don't know. Um, it is a Christian podcast, but I talk about everything. Um, sometimes I'll just do story times. I talk about, you know, everything I've mentioned. <gasps> it popped up. It pops up. I just Wait, looked up That's maybe Life I'm becoming podcast. Famous. Um, I've talked about literally everything you've heard on this podcast. I've. Yeah. talked about on my own i have a whole faith and fitness series actually um i have a series that my parents took over while i was in hawaii <laughs> you get to learn literally everything about my entire life on there and um the, the idea behind it is you know there's there's only so much the church can talk about without like crossing boundaries of a church um and and being respectful in all ages and all in all areas and that kind of thing um my podcast is there to say, hey, I'm a Christian. I'm going to talk about real things going mm-hmm. on in this earth. I mean, you know, a warning for all the people out there. I guess you can edit this out if it's it's too graphic. <laughs> oh, okay. But like, you know, I talk about everything from eating disorders to sex to mm-hmm. can Christians drink to what is it like being a Christian when I have desires of wanting to go out and do whatever and 
on Broadway and then black out and forget about everything. Then, you know, uh-huh. it's just like, this is what the Bible says, but this is what the world says. Where, where how am I going to navigate this? Yeah. Um, and I don't claim to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the point is like, I'm just talking it yeah. out and seeing, seeing where it goes from there and where the Lord guides me in that. So it's been fun. It's been going about a year now and I love it. Yeah, I've listened to a ton of Abby's episodes. There's, if you're interested more about this, Abby, you have um, another fitness episode, mm-hmm. uh, eating sort of episode. Mm-hmm. I think just like a food episode, maybe. Yeah, I have like I a nutrition one, yes. faith one, anorexia one. I have a little bit about my college experience, which touches on it too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's most of it. Probably yeah. like six or seven episodes around food and fitness. Uh huh. There's some really great ones. I. Learn so much from you, Ab. Thank you. So, of course. Um, But yeah, I will link it all in the description of this and also Abby's Instagram on my Instagram. She just, you just got a new Instagram now because you were locked out for so long. Third new one. That's Life Potty, P O D D Y. (laughs) Um, Because I got locked out of the second one that I made because the first one I got locked out of too. Anyways, hopefully, this is the last one. We'll hopefully see. this is the last one. I'm not going to let you get locked out again. It Thank cannot you. happen. Yeah, hopefully. It's because I put the second one on my school email and uh-huh. then the school canceled. school email. It's over. It was a disaster. <sighs> That's what I get. That's what I get. Anyways, <laughs> whatever. It's fine. But I want to say thanks for being on, Abby. Thanks for having I was, me. Abby's the one who literally taught me how to make a podcast. So, yeah, I have the same microphone that she has. And yeah, I'm just a wannabe. Uh, no, so. <laughs> no, I love it. You're doing so good. You, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy. So yeah, thank you so much for thank being you for on, having me. Abby. I love you. With love, love you Abby. With love, Abby. Yeah, perfect. Oh my goodness, I'm so grateful to have had Abby on the podcast today. She's so knowledgeable. And just an amazing person to be around. I always love talking to her. Her and I, as we mentioned previously in the episode, that we talk about these sort of things a lot because we're both super interested in fitness and nutrition. And we both have a lot of struggles with those two things in the past. But thank you to everyone for listening to With Love Elena today. If you'd like to learn more about me or my story, you can go to withlovelena.com. There's also sections on my website where you can ask a question or request a topic and you can also join our email list if you want to get updates about what is coming out next and thank you so much for listening as always with love elena Mm -hmm.